This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. I've done that thing where <laughs> I go live and then I check to see everything's connected. And for some reason, as you can probably hear, the microphone isn't. I don't know why. Why is the microphone not working is my question. I need to find out the answer. And uh, I'm going to try and do that as swiftly as as I feasibly can. Is it because it's attached to nothing? That might be the reason. Let's have a quick look. It's indeed attached to nothing. That fixes it. Right. Is that fixed it? Is that is that it? Yes. There we go. Lovely stuff. Finally. Oh, what a way to start a 50k. <laughs> what a way to start a 50k stream uh with crazy stupid microphone issues that's what happens when you leave the studio for a week and uh you get back and you've got nothing sorted the way that you think it was thank you first of all i should start a massive thank you to everybody for helping us reach what is a amazing um milestone for the channel um it is an unbelievable uh, feeling uh, to hit that that level, hit that uh, milestone of 50,000 subscribers. Um, so thank you to everybody. Uh, I will have details about how we are marking the occasion. Um, and uh, it is going to be, hopefully, with those based at least in the UK, an opportunity for people to meet uh, within the community and uh, have a fantastic time as well. But as I say, I'll be getting you more details on that very very soon indeed but good morning to all of you uh thank you so much as always for tuning in it is very much appreciated i hope you've had a fantastic week so far i hope you've been enjoying the content even though it's not been able to be as as good as as it usually is in terms of the surroundings but i hope you've still been able to enjoy it as much as feasibly possible good morning to Lars, to nsw to marcus to pinnyween good morning to mr e uh, matt g good morning to christopher uh, steve good morning to sydney good morning to chima good morning to johnny uh, good morning to martin and mike and clock orange as well good morning to all of you uh, thank you and we've also uh, got a donation uh, from louis woohoo 50k thank you so much louis very much appreciate the kind donation and Jakob, uh, welcome to the tgt family and becoming a brand new member as a member if that is indeed to join our discord server you will get ahead of everybody um who's not in the discord server an opportunity to find out of course about our live events that we're going to be doing very very soon right I think that's enough self-congratulations on the channel. And I think we should move straight into the news, shall we? Let's do that right away. Let's kick off today's stories with Matt Turner. And unfortunately, the US men's national team on the losing end uh, in the Gold Cup semi-final. A 1-1 draw with Panama, in which unfortunately Matt Turner was unable to pull off any more penalty heroics and get the United States through to the final. Panama winning on penalties 5-4 and Matt Turner will now uh, undergo his extended break that he's been given 
and that of course will indeed uh, mean that he'll miss the uh, the Germany game the game in Germany today as we expect um, but he could it seems be back for the US tour which means he may not have to uh, fly back to the UK he could stay straight out I suppose in the US and join up with the team for that US tour we'll have to wait and see but during the game against Panama, Matt Turner did pull off uh, a very, very good save. Downward header into the ground, bouncing upwards, reacted really swiftly to push the ball over the top of the net. Um, he also did save one penalty, points out Ron, um, but uh, it was not enough uh, in the end to get uh, the United States through to the final of the Gold Cup where Panama will play Mexico uh, in the final. So... Uh, I think it's fair to say the favourites for that final will be Mexico. And let's see if they can pick up another gold cup. Um, but yes, Matt Turner, I think overall has had a really, really good tournament, uh, a tournament that he can be certainly proud of and one that he will be taking plenty of positive experiences away into a brand new Arsenal season. Uh, now, Arsenal are, as I said and mentioned, set to take on Nuremberg in today's first official pre-season clash. I know that we've already played a game behind closed doors against Watford, but uh, pre-season is now officially getting underway. Uh, and you can watch, obviously, the game on the Arsenal website. Uh, kickoff is at 6, uh, is it 6? 6 p.m. It is indeed uh, UK time. Um, so 7pm Germany time, but uh, you'll be able to watch that on the Arsenal website. If you can't watch the game, but you want to stay up to date with what's going on, I'll be doing the live blog over on football.london. Um, so if you want to keep up with text commentary, I'll be doing that over on the football.london website. So make sure that you join us uh, out over in Germany for the coverage of the game in which we hope to see Kai Havertz for the first time in an Arsenal shirt on the field. Let's see how that plays out it's going to be very very interesting indeed uh, we will also get some insight into Arsenal's latest injury situation Simon Collins of the Evening Standard reporting of course that uh, Arsenal have been boosted by the returns of a number of players that missed the end of last season Mohamed Elneny Alexander Zinchenko William Saliba Gabriel Martinelli and Takahiro Tomiyasu all of course back in training on the ball doing ball work but we don't really know kind of the stages at which these guys are at it will be interesting to see if any of those five take part in today's game in Germany. If they don't, we kind of get an indication about where still they need to go, about what they still need to do, and they're still building up their fitness. So I'll have to wait and see um, if indeed we'll be able to, uh, to to see any of their updates and hear from the manager as well. Of course, that's a big thing about the game is that hopefully we'll be able to hear from Mikel Arteta, get some insight into what is going on uh, in the world of Arsenal and from the players as well after the game. I remember last year when we played Nuremberg that Elneny came out after the game after scoring a brilliant goal, as he likes to do sometimes, and say that Arsenal would be going for the title last season, which they did. So uh, let's wait and hear from the players and the manager and see what's said after today's game. Uh, for those asking about if the game is free to watch, uh, it's not. You have to buy a pass on the Arsenal website. Uh, I think you can buy like a singular pass for one of the games or you can buy like a, a pass for all of the games at a discounted price. But if you have, if you don't want to pay uh, the money uh, to watch the game, um, of course, we'll be doing uh, the commentary, text commentary on the football.london website for the game at 6pm tonight. And AC Milan could move for Balogun, it said, in the next few days. Very interesting indeed. Uh, Balogun, of course, is future. He is expected to take part in today's game against Nuremberg in Germany. Uh, but according to uh, Daniele Longo, who writes for Culture Mercato, he's one of actually one of the better uh, reporters, uh, has reported that AC Milan, very interested. However, that the 40 million valuation that Arsenal supposedly have um, is making it a little bit tricky for them to do that deal. But it is said that they could make that move in the next few days. So let's wait and see. But Balogun is expected to take part in today's game and play again in an Arsenal shirt. So I look forward to seeing that and getting kind of a feel for how he, indeed he is going to play. So let's wait and see how that turns out now after yesterday well, after all of this week if we're honest there's been kind of chaos this week in regards to announcements uh, yesterday it seemed that Urian Timber's image leaked uh, across the Arsenal website a lot of uh, accounts on social media yesterday um, highlighting a link which would take you through to a aspect of the Arsenal website that seemed to reveal Urian Timber's image that is going to be updated onto the Arsenal page for the kind of profile photos for the Arsenal website for the forthcoming season, um, seemingly leaking uh, the fact that Urian Timber is an Arsenal player already. 
We are still waiting for an announcement, uh, of course, officially about the player, but we're hoping to get that very soon indeed. I know that I've been saying that for quite some time, but that is the situation. We are hoping to get this update, this announcement very soon. Could be today. We'll have to wait and see. Um, there had been suggestions that some hoped that he might be involved in today's game. That seems unlikely at this stage, but uh, let's see if there is an announcement on Urian Timber today. Um, we hope that there is. And speaking of hope regarding announcements, Declan Rice as well. We are waiting still for an official announcement on Declan Rice. However, David Ornstein did go on to Sky Sports yesterday, in which he talked a lot about that, uh, Declan Rice and said, my understanding is pretty much everything is done and calm. For Arsenal fans, there is nothing to worry about. They are sticking to a record fee and advertising can make some time on a deal of this size. It is on track and they will get through the final stages. That's what David Ornstein of The Athletic said on Sky yesterday. So for those that are panicking, again, I implore you, I encourage you, I tell you, please stop panicking. There is not a need to panic about the Declan Rice situation. It is a deal that at a level that it is, is taking time to get through all of those finer details and to make sure that we're not getting mugged off, you know, I think that's important to point out. Because if, say, you know, we found out in a year's time that one of the clauses in those deals that hadn't been read properly was costing Arsenal a silly amount of money before they thought, we need to make sure that those are all good and proper. So I have no issue with Arsenal taking their time as long as they get the deal done in the terms that they are happy to get the deal done in. I have said, and I tweeted yesterday, if these situations, if the transfers, if the process of waiting for an announcement is making you sad is making you affect your mental health in any way take yourself away from it take yourself away from these shows from twitter from arsenal as best you can there are far more important things in this world than you getting upset and worked up over transfers and i encourage you to take yourselves away from those things because it is just not worth you getting all worked up and upset Getting to a level where you're upset about this is is too far. It is over-exaggerated. It is an overreaction, in my opinion. So, you know, um, just chill. <laughs> just chill and wait. There's nothing to worry about. Some people suggesting, oh, well, he could be training. He's training. He's keeping fit. A week regarding work with teammates is not going to affect things all that much, if at all. Um, he is going to be very, very ready to come back in. It's not, you know, it's, it's a player that's already played in the Premier League. It's a player that plays for England as well. So uh, it's very much, um, is very much a, a, a player that I am expecting to see in an Arsenal shirt very soon. When is the big question? Let's hope that it's before the end of the week. There was a feeling that it would be before the end of this week. So let's see if that indeed does turn out to be the case. Right, that's all of part one. So let's move to part two. Your questions and more right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Of course, you can continue to help support our fantastic cause, which is the Cancer Macmillan Longest Day Golf Challenge uh, in support of the charity and, of course, in memory of our good friend Vinny um, as well. Link down in the description. And I'll be hopefully getting in contact with those of you outside of the UK that have been reaching out over the last week or so if you'd still like to get involved. And you are based outside of the UK. You can reach out through my socials. And if you're based in the UK, you can donate immediately through the link down in the description. Right. Uh, again, for those that have joined late, a massive, massive, massive uh, thank you to everybody that has continued to tune in. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, that has subscribed and helped us reach 50 
thousand it means so incredibly much um it means so much to uh, us it means to our regular uh, kind of panelists that we have on to us as a community that it has grown continue to grow and uh, i think i'm so so incredibly proud of the community that we've built here uh, on our way to 50k so thank you um a lot of work goes into this a lot of time a lot of stress a lot of debates, arguments, phone-ins, like chaotic streams. So much has gone into this channel. Um, I took it on in 2016 from Craig, of course, uh, who started the channel in 2015. Uh, we were on about 8,000 subscribers when I took things over, and we're now at 50,000. Um, so thank you uh, for all of you that have supported me over the last seven to eight years. It means so incredibly much that you watch and continue to do so. And I want to make that very clear. And I look forward to giving you all the details about our live event that is going to be happening um, just after, literally just after. In fact, a month today, I can tell you, I can tell you that month today on the 13th of August is when our live event will be, which is the day after uh, the game, the first game of the season against Nottingham Forest. There will be details about how you can get tickets to this event um, that is going to be based in North London uh, on the 13th of August. Details will be coming out uh, very soon. However, I will tell you that the, there will be a first uh, offering made to those members in our Discord server before uh, for those that there are still remaining tickets will be left open to the wider audience as well. So if you want to get first dibs uh and first opportunity so that they you know they don't sell out and you're not missing out make sure you join up as a member uh tgt expert members and tgt ambassadors of course get access to the discord server it's an amazing community a lot of you have been gifted uh that ability by our good friend and very generous contributor Stephen as well so uh, i'll be sending links into there hopefully um very soon indeed regarding tickets and i look forward to getting you uh involved so there you go right let's go into the chat box then um <laughs> gianni says oh the one and only mr tom canton where you can guarantee he will put absolute effort into pronouncing horns uh but can't pronounce uh <laughs> it or whatsoever yes that is that is me. Uh, I, I give it, at least I give it a go. At least I'm not saying reams. You know, I could be saying reams or rems. You know, I'm giving it the best French pronunciation I possibly can. Rance, uh, you know, that's that's hoping is as close to the real thing as I can get it. Um, Bradsky says Arsenal have always been embarrassing when it comes to finalizing a transfer. Been that way since 2006, 2007. When do you see that happening with other big signings? Honestly, it makes us look terrible. Well, like Kai Havertz, Gabriel Jesus, Leandro Trossard, um, Nicola Pepe, ironically, the £72 million. We got that sorted pretty quickly. Um, I'm struggling with this. I don't think it's embarrassing at all. I don't really get it. I don't know why people would find it embarrassing. Um, we get the deal done and we get deals done for the prices that we are or as close to the price that we're willing to pay. So I don't get the embarrassing thing. If you think it's embarrassing, I imagine it's because you're getting a bit of stick from fans of rival clubs. If you are, don't listen to them. <laughs> Why would they want to support you in any way? They're probably going to tell you it's embarrassing because that's what rival fans do. So I don't really know why it's embarrassing, Bradsky, to be honest. Uh, Jack, the, uh, is the truth is, if a Tom moans about com uh, camping in the woods and no one hears him, did it actually happen? <laughs> I'm trying to struggle through that comment, but... The answer is yes. And uh, Latvian Gunnar says, Tom, how did the spider get on yesterday for those that tuned in and maybe saw the end credit scene of our show yesterday? I have no idea. Uh, I drove home yesterday evening for three hours and it didn't emerge. So I made it home safely and was not uh, ambushed by any spiders, thankfully, very much so. Um, let's go to Jabu, who says, uh, in your opinion, if we keep the squad the same as it is now, do we need more additions and in which positions? I think if the squad is as is, I think we're pretty good, actually. I think if Balogun stays, if Tierney stays, if Partey stays, I think we're pretty good. I give the window a 9 out of 10 if those three players end up staying. If indeed Partey leaves and Balogun leaves and Tierney leaves, I think we need to do some some more work. You know, I think we need another midfielder. I think you'd argue maybe we need and could bring in another forwards. I think you could argue that we could bring in, I think, a right back so you Tommy Asu moves to the left back to cover off Tierney um, clearly fits into what uh, Arteta wants and I'd bring in a more offensive-minded right-back uh, to give us something different in that position. So that's what I would look to. 
that's what I would consider doing. Um, but if it was to end right now, I don't think there's a massively pressing need to bring in something else. Maybe another centre mid, potentially. But uh, it depends very much on who leaves for me now in terms of what business we do. Um, let's go to... <laughs> uh, yes, people trying to get me to turn around, not doing it. Uh, me B says, Tom, would you recommend a sleeping bag, mat or a camp bed for my three-night camping trip on a roundabout in Chatham? Um, I wouldn't recommend doing any of that, to be honest, mate. It sounds like a horrific idea. Uh, Clincy says, Tom, who drafted the documents for the rice transfer, Arsenal's lawyers or West Ham's lawyers? Um, it's a good question, Clincy. And I can tell you that, you know, it, a transfer is kind of drawn up by people at the club and has to be agreed between both parties. You know, they have to agree on, they'll send documents back and forth, negotiating, finalising, counter-offering. So it's a combination of both clubs that are sorting out this deal. Um, so you need to read through it on both accounts. It seems that it's kind of been signed on the West Ham side of things. Don't quote me on that, but that's the kind of feeling that's been seen from what I've read online. Um, and we're now waiting on the Arsenal side of things to sign off on everything as well. Um, Alex says, Tom, what are your thoughts on the Chelsea Caicedo situation? You know, what's really good about this deal from an Arsenal perspective is it kind of completely rubbishes the whole you know, if this was Chelsea getting rice, they would have it done by now. You know, Arsenal are really slow in the market or if Arsenal are a big club, they would have got their big targets in by now. Chelsea have been used as this kind of, kind of, not even a martyr, martyr's not the right word, as kind of an idyllic club that is a, a representation of what a big club does in the market. Spends big money, gets its deals done, pays the bucks and gets the player in. Well, the Caicedo deal is absolutely the evidence that anyone that did not agree with those points of views needed to highlight the fact that, no, sometimes clubs ask for amounts of money that are just ludicrously high, and unless you can spend time haggling, getting the valuation, the player down, you're not going to get that player unless you pay a serious amount of money. Now, Arsenal have successfully lowballed both, or three of, Havertz, Timber, and now Rice. You know, remember the Rice valuation was said to be around £120 million from West Ham's point of view. The Timber valuation was said to be at €60 million. Euros, and the Havertz valuation was at £70 million. That's what they wanted for him. Arsenal have ended up getting discounts off all three of those players from what their clubs initially valued those players at. If Arsenal had gone out and just spent the money and got those deals done, they'd end up spending potentially, you know, £30-plus million more than they would have needed to. So for those people that are desperate to point out that Arsenal just need to go and get the big deals done and go and pay the money, unfortunately, you've kind of it's just not worked out that way. It's just not worked out that way. Uh, AB1 Live says Tom is a top waffler. Top waffler's got to 50k. Can't be doing that badly, can I? Uh, Christoph says, Hey Tom, do you think we will sign another midfielder regardless of Partey leaving or not? And a striker. Um, I don't think a striker. I just don't see it. Uh, regarding a midfielder, potentially. Even if Partey doesn't leave, I think there's potential if they see an opportunity in the market that they are keen on getting to. I think that might be something that they might look to try and do. Uh, Craig, thank you for the super chat. Apple Podcasts, uh, the TalkSport address is so loud and deafening. Is there anything you can do? I can try and sending a request to get that turned out. I don't handle that bit of the stream, sadly, but I can send in another um uh request to try and get it turned down for you craig i'll do my best um let's go to morgan says good grief if i hadn't caught the spider my missus wouldn't have ever got in the car again uh yeah certainly certainly not the situation i thankfully have at all uh bradsky says it sounds like excuses oh we got the, the right everyone get your bingo cards out we got it you got it excuses it's right next to the raise your standards mark on your bingo card. Let's just cross cross off the word excuses. Um, we've got that one. Anyway, I'll carry on reading that. I'm sorry, Bradsky. That was so patronizing. It sounds like excuses to me, mate. These are multi-million dollar contracts handled by high-priced lawyers who do this on a regular. It shouldn't take this long or it should be kept quiet for longer. I mean, I'm going to assume, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but from the way that you're talking about this, it tells me that you probably haven't done this type of deal. So how you can know that these do this and it shouldn't be taken as long, I don't know how you can know that. I, I just don't. I don't know who's told you that. Maybe you've got a friend who's a lawyer that works for Arsenal. I don't know. I can't assume that you don't. 
But what I can tell you is that the way in which football has worked in the last decade is that things are leaked far more regularly. Things are made far more public than they ever have done before. And so perceptions about how deals done, about how different clubs operate, about how deals are transferred and completed, it's just not going to be the same for every single deal. And I just don't think it's anything to moan about. Like at the end of the day, if Rice gets done, look, put this uh, kind of situation to perspective. If you've been on Twitter or on YouTube and you have been moaning and tweeting and criticizing the way in which Arsenal have done this transfer and it gets done, aren't you going to look really silly? Like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't say things out of fear of looking silly because trust me, I've said plenty of things and then looked silly. I look really, go back and watch my Emi Buendia video if you just want to know how silly I could look, for instance. But I just don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't get the anger. I don't get the calls from some that Edu needs to be gone. I know we've gone over this a million times. I know some people get frustrated with me covering old ground, if you like. But I do it because I have respect for every comment that gets left and I want to tackle them. But the point is, is that I just don't get what the need to be angry about is. I don't get what the need to be frustrated, to be audibly or, you know, um, showingly on social media, angry or critical of what is a monumentally fantastic, unbelievable, groundbreaking transfer for Arsenal. I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. I really can't get my head around it. Arsenal signing Declan Rice is the biggest transfer that this club has done since arguably at least Meza Ozil, if not Sol Campbell. Facts. Minimum. Period. And if this gets done, there is no criticism to be had. There is no, we should have done it quicker. It should have been announced sooner. We could have got him for cheaper. Why have we paid so much? No. This transfer is one of the biggest, most... It, it, it's, it's, I can't have run out of superlatives. <laughs> I've run out of adjectives. And this deal getting done is a humongous achievement by the club and a massive statement of intent of where it wants to go. Not only that, but they are taking a big risk on Kai Havertz that has to pay off. And that's on Arteta. You know, Edu's got that deal done, finished, complete. It's on Arteta to get the best out of Kai Havertz and prove all those doubters wrong. I can, yep, I'm all up for criticism of that deal if it doesn't work because it's a risk. It's absolutely a risk. But when it comes down to the Yuri and Timber deal as well, Arsenal have got one of the best young defenders on the planet in for less than 40 million quid, uh, potentially more maybe on all add-ons. Um and this window is just not something that, that people can moan about. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not something to moan about. Um, I just don't get it. My assumption... Um, my assumption is, and I hope I'm wrong, but my assumption is that some people are just never going to be happy. Um, some people are always going to moan. Some people are always going to criticise the club. Some people are always just going to be in some manners, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but too proud in their own point of view ever to surrender, to hold their hands up and say, you know what? I was wrong. I take back my criticisms. Arsenal Football Club have done a brilliant job. Arteta's done a brilliant job. Edu's done a brilliant job. You know? Because those are the facts. Arsenal get Rice, Timber, Havertz in if we, you know, let's see how the window finishes. We could end up doing some brilliant stuff. The facts are, if those are the three signings we make, if we either keep or replace Partey, you know, if we keep or replace Tierney, if we keep or replace Balogun, Arsenal have done a great, an amazing job this window. There's no criticism. There's, there's, it's just the, the only embarrassment, if you want to call it Arsenal or embarrassing for their transfers, the only embarrassment will come from when Arsenal get this deal done and there is a record in text on YouTube comments, on Twitter forums, on the Reddit posts of people saying that Arsenal need to sack the guys that got the deal done. That's that's the embarrassment for me. That's where the embarrassment comes on comes from, not from the club at all. I just don't get it. Um, let's go to uh, Chris P. Says, any chance, and thank you for the donation, Chris, any chance these announcements are linked to the away kit release? If it is that pattern, I'd understand them wanting to maximize sales with a Rice announcement. 
congrats on the 50k have a drink on me thanks chris uh potentially it is, it is not the nicest away kit is it i mean if they're going to try and time the rice announcement for the away kit launch to kind of boost the sales because they're gonna have to do something um i personally won't be getting the away kit i can't see me doing it there's always been part of me that thinks that it's going to be one of those rare kits because not many people are going to buy it because it's not that very it's not that nice um so i hope that I hope that makes sense. But yeah, I I just can't get my head around why that would, you know, why that would happen. Um, let's go to do, 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 do. uh Fisayo says you can't rate the window a nine if we still have Deadwood like Pepe, Nuno, Sambi holding El Nenny. Uh windows are not only for incomings. True, it's a good point. Let's go eight point five. Um Pepe, I think, will be um paid off to leave, I think. Uh Tavares we can sell. Sambi we can sell. El Nenny is a weird one. I don't know why people keep including El Nenny. He's been given a new contract. He's going to be here. So if you can't deal with that, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he's going to he's kept at the club because the club have done a classy, it's a really classy move, in my opinion, by the club to keep El Nenny. His presence doesn't affect transfers in any way. It's financially not a big deal for us at all. Um, it's the right thing to keep El Nenny for this season. But sure, let's go 8.5 until we move those players on. Um, Saf Warren says, Tom, why uh, would we sign Havertz when we need an out-and-out striker? Because he's not going to play there, probably. Um, he's not going to play in that position. Um, also, what I would say is I've seen a lot of people uh, talk to me about Vlaovic and say that why are Arsenal going for someone like Vlaovic? You know, we need someone who's a more natural finisher. We need someone who's going to score more goals than Jesus. Can anyone tell me how many goals in the league did Jesus score this season or last season? And can anyone tell me how many league goals Dusan Vlaovic scored last season? Um, so, yeah. And, I mean, Jesus had a serious knee injury, was missing for a third of it. I know that Vlaovic missed some of the season as well. But uh, can anyone tell me uh, who scored more goals in the league, Jesus or, or Vlaovic? You might be able to tell from my tone. I think there is a obvious answer. <laughs> uh, let's go to Edward says, what is the problem with the rice transfer delay? Arsenal really frustrating the fans of this club when it comes to, I don't know why. Again, Edward, I don't know why. I don't know why you're frustrated. It's going to get done. <laughs> look, if, if the rice transfer doesn't happen, I'm sure, look, we can all sit here and cry about it and we can all moan at the club. Look, but there is no indication and there has been no indication given to us that there's anything wrong. You've had the most, in my opinion, well-respected and most informed journalist in the world regarding Arsenal and David Ornstein telling you last night there is nothing to worry about. So why are people, why are people worrying? I just don't get it. It's going to happen. You know, just be patient, guys. Jeez. Um, Praktika says, can people just stop second-guessing the manager? If he's not going for Vlaovic, it's because he has plans that don't include Vlaovic. Now, these types of comments in Praktika, I don't mean to go in on you for this. These types of comments bother me a little bit, right? You should be able to be critical of Arsenal if what you are saying has weight, if there's evidence to back it up. You know, if you've got a criticism of the club and you can back it, fair play to you. Go for it. Like the criticism of the whole riot situation, a lot of BS. Like it does, it's just not a viable criticism. But when it comes to stuff like in-game management, when it comes to stuff like Arteta's decision-making with substitutions, you know, these are things that I think that he can improve. Now, someone might say to me, well, you're not a manager. You've never managed a football club. You've never done your coaching badges. Who are you? to criticise Arteta? Who are you to highlight any area of development that Arteta has? And to be fair, there is some part of that that makes sense. I'm not a manager. I don't have coaching badges. Yes, football is my job and I talk about it every single day and I write about it every single day and I cover this club like it's my life because it practically is, other than the missus um, and golf. <laughs> but other than those things, like, Everything in my life is all encompassing around Arsenal. And I feel as though I'm in a good enough position and I've watched Arsenal long enough and football long enough to know when I can make a criticism about the manager. So why I don't necessarily like comments that go, Arteta, you know, um, is the manager and he, whatever he does, you know, um, is going to be the right decision. You know, I have an issue in that sense, if you can back it up. Now, I think there are some levels of what's the word kind of there are some tangents to that so for instance some people have asked me the question who would I rather sign James Madison for 40 million or Kai Havertz for 65 million well my answer to that has been 
I would rather sign Kai Havertz because Mikel Arteta has given me reason to trust his talent identification, his improvement of players, and who he wants to sign. And that links in very much to this comment here. And this is why I wanted to bring it up. It's because if we aren't signing Vlaovic, you know, Mikel Arteta has given us a reason right now to trust that that is the right choice. Because the record in the transfer market, the way in which he's built a squad that have taken us from 11th to a title race in just over three years, gives me plenty of evidence to suggest that what we're doing in the market is the right thing. And that's why I've backed the Kai Havertz transfer. But when it comes to some things like you can't question the manager because you're not a manager, that's different. That is very, very different. But I wanted that the practical, your, your comment kind of raised that point in my mind that I wanted to address. And Tudor says, we can question the manager. Absolutely, you can. If you've got a valid point of view that is backed up by evidence and you can back it, not just like reading a statement, then do it. One of my least favorite things, you can probably tell this is going to be a slightly longer morning show, which I'm fine to do. We're celebrating 50K, so we can do a longer show. One of my least favorite things, and I put on Twitter the other day, what's your Arsenal YouTuber pet peeve? Uh, I was bored camping, so I was just kind of creating debates, if you like. But one of my pet peeves in being a, a content creator around Arsenal is when comments or tweets are left um, without with, with just lies. Like one of the biggest lies that I've seen recently and I had a Twitter back and forth uh, the other day with somebody about this, was like, someone said to me, Arteta's won one out of 15 trophies, and we've spent £700 million now. And I'm like, okay, let's break this down. First of all, where have you got £700 million from? And they've gone, well, everything that he spent, plus Rice, Timber, and Havertz. And I'm like, okay, firstly, let's two things to that. First of all, before Rice, Timber, and Havertz, Arsenal under Arteta hadn't spent over four hundred million pounds. You know, so I don't get where spending uh, <laughs> I don't get where spending another two hundred gets us to seven hundred million. So that's the first point of view. Second point of view: if we're criticizing Arteta for winning one out of fifteen potential trophies, which is a separate argument in itself, you're using the Rice, Timber, Havertz investment as a reason to criticise the coach, despite the fact that none of those players were accessible or usable to him for any of those 15 trophies. And this is the type of debate that some people get into, is they use what they describe as facts in quotation marks and use them in arguments that are just simply not true. I had someone the other day leave a comment on my video suggesting that Kai Havertz can't defend, to which I thankfully have the data of FB ref, which compares him to other uh, forwards across the top five leagues in which he sits in like the, I mean, I even get the stats up for you. Havertz FB ref. Get it. Um, in terms of how he compares to other forwards, um, he sits in the 90th percentile for tackles, the 65th percentile for interceptions, 91st for blocks, 90th for clearances. Um the guy can defend, right? He's not the best when it comes to midfield. That's not ever going to be a debate. He's only in the 39th for tackles when it comes up against attacking midfielders and wingers. He is in the 52nd for blocks, which is not bad. And he's in the 96th for clearances and the 99th for aerial duels. You know, that's good. Only the 14th for interceptions. But to say that he can't defend, again, it's just not true when it comes down to hyperbole in comment sections, you know. It, that that's my pet peeve it's like when comments are left that just aren't true um and i just feel like if you're going to leave a comment if you're going to tweet if you're going to get into a debate if you're going to make statements you've got to back them up you've got to back them up with evidence and you've got to, at the end of the day you've got to just not say things that aren't true so when you have people do you remember the whole last season the whole thing of Arteta spent 500 million pounds, half a billion. That was the terminology people use. People said Arsenal have spent half a billion under Arteta. Completely lies. Like it's just completely not true. Like Arsenal have spent less than 400 million pounds prior to this summer under Mikel Arteta in terms of investment and transfers. We're not about net spend, you know, whatever. But I'm not talking about net spend. Sorry, Mo. Um, I'm talking about just kind of how much Arsenal have invested. I'm talking about regards to how much they've invested prior to this summer under Arteta, and it's less than 400 million pounds, right? And I wrote a piece uh, a while ago, and this wasn't a whole elaborate thing to me. Um, then plugging an article that I'd written. I'm trying to find it now. But I'd written a piece about the misconceptions about Arsenal's 
spending of around half a billion. I need to try and find it because I had all the stats of the other clubs as well and how much they had spent prior to this season. Because there is massive, massive misconceptions about how much Arsenal have spent during that period. Newcastle have spent over 300 million, I think. I think Liverpool have spent pretty much uh, as close to what we've spent. Chelsea have spent way more. Manchester City has spent way more. Manchester United has spent way more. I'm desperately trying to find the article. I may not be successful this amount of time, but the idea is that just stop the lies. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just stop lying about what Arsenal have done or not done or what they need to do and just use factual information to have debates. That's that's what all I ask. All I ask in these things. And don't get you know, whipped up into channels that will lie to you about situations. Um, so there you go. Um, Costa, thank you for the donation. Tom, make a rule. If people want to whine, they must pay a tax. Donate 20 minutes, 20 pounds, 20 million, 20 pounds to Vinny's Cancer Cause, and then you can read and whine and comment. Good money there, mate. Thank you, Costa. Very much appreciate the kind donation. Look, I'm not going to make a rule. People should be allowed to criticize. I'm not saying that you can't criticize. I'm just saying be accurate in your criticism. That's all I'm asking. I'm just asking you not to lie. So when you have people saying, oh, Arsenal spent half a billion quid. No, they haven't. <laughs> they just haven't spent that much money. And by saying that, it changed things. Another one. Oh, another one's coming to my mind, right? So when did David Ornstein tweet? David Ornstein, Rice agreement arsenal 105 million um let's find it uh, it was on the 5th was it the 5th of july so here we go here we go where's the tweet uh boom, 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 boom. i can't find it oh, this is really annoying for you to have to listen to me try and find things so on the 5th of july uh arsenal agreed the gunners had a bit of 105 million pounds accepted uh, for uh, Declan Rice. This was eight, I think eight or nine days ago was when this was. I, I really want to get the exact date because I don't want to make this um, incorrect. Let me, sorry guys, give me one second. I need to find, I need to find this. David Ornstein, Declan Rice. Let me find the tweet. Um, boom, 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 boom. Arsenal have reached in a total agreement with West Ham to sign Declan Rice on the 4th of July. So that was, boom, 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 seven, eight, nine, ten days ago, all right? Now, if people want to turn around and say that Arsenal have, you know, it's been ten days since we agreed that, that's fine, right? But it's when people say things like, it's been two weeks, it's been half a month. You know, these types of exaggerations only make things worse in regards to the hype, the furore, the chaos on social media. All I ask is for people to speak in facts. That's all I want people to do. And the facts, the matter are, is that Arsenal have a total agreement with, um, in terms of the price, West Ham, and that we are just waiting for an announcement. And that, as Ornstein said yesterday on Sky, there is nothing to be concerned about at this moment in time. Nothing. It's just frustrating. Um, Braski says, is it accurate that Arsenal were called out on worldwide Sky Sports that we're dragging out a deal and they're disappointed with how we're conducting business? There's the evidence. Wasn't it? Like, how long ago Arsenal were frustrated, reportedly, with West Ham's handling? It's transfer. Things are frustrating for clubs. From West Ham's point of view, they would have rather that Arsenal bid £105 million a month ago and got this deal done potentially at a higher price than what we're ending up paying. If Arsenal had gone in at £105 million a month ago, we might be ended up paying 110 or 115 or had to go all the way out to the 105, 120, sorry, million pound valuation. The evidence is that Arsenal low-balled, they got a lower price, and it's just meant that we're going to sign him slightly later. And a West Ham, a West Ham dragging, a West Ham saying they're frustrated. Of course they're frustrated. They'd rather have the money done. They'd rather have it done now. They'd rather have the money in the bank now. So are they? Do I care? Do I care that West Ham are annoyed? No, I don't give a toss. I don't care at all that West Ham, you know, are annoyed about this. Stuff West Ham, you know, because we've paid, are going to pay £105 million for a player, yeah? West Ham have got a huge amount of money out of this. They used the Manchester City interest to their advantage, and they got they got a big fee. And they got over what they they got over the 100 million kind of valuation that was the minimum expectation, if you like. 
So do I can I don't give a yeah, damn. <laughs> I don't care about if West Ham are frustrated. It doesn't affect things. If that makes you embarrassed to be an Arsenal fan, that's on you. That's not on me. That's not on Arsenal. That's not on Arteta or Edu, all this negotiation. If you're embarrassed to be an Arsenal fan because Arsenal haven't announced Rice yet, that's all you, baby. It's all you. <laughs> that's all I can say. Uh, Guna Gang says, uh, Tom, how can we complete our biggest signing when he isn't in the country? Is this not just like paper selling journalism? To be fair, Guna Gang, there are suggestions and have been reports that, that the medical's done and kind of in a situation where it could be relatively announced pretty quickly. There's arguments that maybe media has even been completed. I don't know that. Please don't quote me on that. But, you know, I'm, I say these words, and I'm bringing this up now. I say the words, please don't quote me on this, because I'm getting so sick and tired of some websites taking words from this show and taking them completely out of context. It's really odd. If you're going to use my words, please use them in context. Please use full paragraphs, you know, and, and don't use a snippet of the word in the headline. It's really, really irritating. Um, let's go to boom, 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 boom. Uh, Keith says you're exaggerating now, Tom. It's a hundred million and five in add-ons. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Gavin says Havertz likes chocolate ice cream, but rice likes strawberry. Facts. This is the type of groundbreaking comments that we like, Gavin. Yes, very much appreciate that. Um, let's go up the chat a little bit more. Uh, Louis says they came to a verbal agreement, so they still needed to write up the contracts, get lawyers to check over and check over definitions, sign the medical photo shoots interviews. It's hardly slow. And that's that's so spot on. You know, the, the agreement. Arsenal have reached total agreement with West Ham signed up for Rice. West Ham have now accepted the payment structure on record 100 million and five. 20 year old midfield to be given permission to medical and finalize personal terms things are still to be agreed still yet to be done um <laughs> matthew says but why haven't we signed them yet though how long do these things take as long as a piece of string is you know how long as long as a piece of string it just it takes time and it really shouldn't be that upsetting to people that it hasn't been announced yet it's going to be announced it's going to happen just chill Take a chill pill. Enjoy the game today. I'm looking forward to the game. I'm really looking forward to watching Arsenal play. I can't wait to watch uh, the game. I can't wait to see what Kai Havertz does. I can't wait to see which injuries are back in terms of Saliba, Martinelli, Zinchenko, Tomiyasu, Elneny. Let's see where these guys are at in terms of their progression. I can't wait to see some youth plays. Ethan Nwanieri get involved. uh, Miles Lewis Skelly. Um, Raw Waters given opportunities. Can't wait to see Austin Trusty. I'm actually excited to see what Austin Trusty can do. Following Balogun, getting back into there's reasons for people to be, you know, enthralled and and anticipating what we're going to do. I can't wait. You know, you can watch it on the Arsenal website. If you can't watch it because you're out, I'll be doing text commentary on the football.london website. So make sure you stay tuned, stay in the know about everything that's going on in regards to the game. So there we are. Ah, um, there was another super chats. Uh, Laka, uh, the local man, thank you for your donation, my friend. Uh, I read something about Arteta training Wyatt to play in defensive midfield in case Partey still wants to leave. About Rice and Timber, I don't get Arsenal fans. <laughs> Shake my head. Um, on the Wyatt thing, I've personally not heard that about the midfield and training him in midfield. I've not heard that personally, so I can't uh verify that, but um. Arteta has used players out of position in the past. You know, he's used players in different areas. He's used Martinelli as a striker in training before, you know, but that's not turned into a a, a full-time thing. So, yeah, I think there's still lots of things to, to change and wait for. Uh, let's go to uh, Gurav says, West Ham would have preferred the deal price at $120 million. Agreed one month ago, but not announced until they could buy a replacement at 30% of the price they will now pay for the same guy. Um, of course, they would have rather the deal was done a month earlier because yeah, they probably would have got a higher figure. They would have been able to get their business done earlier, but it's a real shame. It's, these deals take time. Facts. Simple, simple as how it goes. Uh, Faluso says, what's your starting 11 for today's match? Any thoughts? It's really difficult to do preseason 11s because things change. I think what we will see is kind of a, maybe a strong 11 start, maybe, and then we'll change things up in the second half. So it might be Ramsdale, White, um, holding because i'm not sure if saliva's fit or not uh gabriel maybe zinchenko if not um tierney will probably start uh then you've got Partey's obviously traveled so Partey. um who else have we got havertz and Odegaard, i guess and jesus saka and trossard might be the front three because i don't know if martinelli's fit yet smith rose obviously not back yet so 
yeah, still plenty to think about, plenty to discuss. Anyway, uh, we're going to wrap things up there. We've been going for 47 minutes. I need to get this out for audio listeners. Mate, thank you to everybody that's tuned in. It is very much appreciated. It's been uh, a bumper show. It's been emotional. It's been ranty. It's everything you've come to expect from a TGT morning stream. And to the 50,000 of you that are now subscribed, thank you. Um, it is really appreciated. It is very, very kind of you indeed that you continue to support this channel, continue to put up with my patronizing rants sometimes, my condescending tone that some people might claim. Uh, but most of all, I hope that you appreciate this as a grounded, objective place in which we're trying to be sensible. We don't just shout and scream because it's fashionable. Uh, I feel like we've grown this channel in the right way. We've grown this channel um, in, in a way in which I'm really, really proud of. Um, and most of all, the community here is the best thing about it. The best thing about this channel is the people that listen and this community that we've built. I can't wait to meet, see, and share a podcast with you next month uh, in London on the 13th of August. We will be doing a live show. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I look forward to bringing you information about how you can attend. As I say, we will be releasing tickets first to members in the Discord server. And for those tickets that are left, we will release them later to general sales. So if you don't want to miss out, um, please, please, please do get involved. Um, it is very much appreciated. Thank you for listening, uh, as always. And uh, I will speak to you maybe later on today. Probably not because I'm working the late shifts, but uh, certainly tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. once again. You enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy the game. And we'll be there. We're back tomorrow morning uh, with a raw reaction show uh, to talk about uh, the Nuremberg game. So I look forward to it. See you soon. Have a great day. And as always, stay safe, stay well, and up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.